Once upon a time, Chris called Dan and said, I'm having an idea. When Dan got over his initial shock and horror, he agreed to hear Chris out. Suddenly, a podcast was born, and somehow I was sucking into recording the intro to give them a little bit of legitimacy. And so, here we are. Welcome to the Dan and Chris Save the World podcast. Hello. Hey, Chris, it's Dan. Danielson! How are you doing tonight? I am frustrated. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still having those computer issues, right? And so I've, I'm in the process of... I, w- I was told by the Dell guy, the last Dell guy who spoke to me, that what I did, I did not actually do a clean install of the operating system. I just did a quick kind of factory reset thing. So he gave me this whole list of things to do, right? So I had to format D to take out the hard drive. Then I had to... F- to rebuild a USB drive to be the boot piece. And then I had to format the, the solid state drive, the C drive. So I've cleaned the, cleaned off the whole damn computer. Wow. Okay. That's fresh. Booted from a USB and have been installing windows from scratch. And, and I can, uh, we were just talking about this the other day. I didn't realize how many passwords I have and how very few of them I remember. <laughs> I don't remember many of many passwords at all. Yeah, you know. So, so it's many, like okay. Yeah. So many so. things you remember already are they are they, you know, it's just your computer remembers or you just mm-hmm. have you know, for mm-hmm. work I use LastPass. So I have a lot of my work passwords in LastPass. Okay. You know, otherwise I'd be lost there too. And yeah. I, I use it a little bit for my other stuff too, but um yeah, but yeah, but I have a huge spreadsheet of hundreds of lines of password passwords. That's amazing. Let me show you. Yeah. Oh, please do. <laughs> yes, show me all of your passwords. Yeah, let me, let me show. I'll, if I'll, you can't I'll, trust me, who the hell can you? I'm gonna post a picture to our our, our, our blog there and uh, <laughs> the podcast there. <laughs> well, so far it's it's very bare bones. I've got Office 365 back in. I've got Discord back in. I've put Chrome back in, mm-hmm. and and that's the far farthest I've gotten. I've I've reloaded. Um, the files that I, you know, my, my audio files and my texts and stuff in my spreadsheets and whatnot onto the D drive that, that the actual physical hard drive. So I've got that all done. Mm-hmm. And, and so far I'm not seeing any sign of the problem, which is good. I was, knock on but, wood. Yep. Yeah, seriously, knock on wood. I'm knocking <laughs> on my own forehead. There you have it. So we'll, we'll see where that takes me. Yeah. And then I'll start loading stuff in slowly over the course of the night. Technology. It is. But please, while we're chatting tonight, if you hear any like weird kind of hiccups or breakups or statics or anything like that, just let me know. Give me give me a heads up that I'm that it didn't sound right. I'm afraid to tell you if I do. <laughs> no, it's okay. Okay. Because because at this point, at this stage of the game, I've got Dell on the ropes, right? I mean, mm-hmm. I've I've proven if if you hear something, then that's all the proof I need to know that I can go back to them and say, no, you really got to replace this machine now. I've done everything you told me to. I, I've done everything that I can think of and everything you've told me to. Mm-hmm. So it yep. is time to pony up, kids. Yeah, technology. I'm telling you. Got to love it, got to hate it. But, you know, it is what it is. It's Where would we be today is. without technology? We would not be having this conversation right now without technology. Well, that's true. We would still be having conversations, you and I. We might be dialing up on a on a rotary phone with a <laughs> with a long cord attached to the wall. Could you imagine if you and I were Amish? No. <laughs> Valid answer. <laughs> that was a great one, though. No. No. 
I mean, computers have been in my life since my first computer was eighth grade, my Atari 800. Mm-hmm. And my dad, actually, before that, my dad brought home an Atari 800 from work from Kodak mm-hmm. with a tape drive on it. Oh, wow. So the first one that I used at home was an Atari 800 with a tape drive. So, you know what? Strangely enough, I've got you beat. Yeah. Fourth grade. My mom brings home for the summer this fancy dancy thing that that the school board gave her and a couple of the other teachers at number four school, the TRS eighty. Oh yes, the radio, the Tandy Radio Shack TRS eighty, Crash eighty, and and I got to learn basic programming and the cassette tape drive too, just like you were saying, mm-hmm. yep. and uh, that's where I discovered uh, Zork. Oh Zork, oh you know, is that still around? <laughs> I don't know. We should do that. We should surf surf the internet. It's got to be out there somewhere. It's got to be a copy the old somewhere. Infocom games. They got to yeah. be out there somewhere. Info, that's right. Infocom. You got a yeah. memory like a. You remember some things like crazy. I know, but I can't remember other things like anything. It's in yeah. my life. It's crazy. My my yeah. brain works in weird ways. Yeah. Before I had a computer, my my other my. I had a teacher in elementary school that brought in a the, the Hero One robot. Oh, I remember those. The kit robot. Yeah, I remember uh, that. And she she brought in, I ended up in charge of it and she brought it in. And I remember <laughs> driving the thing around school and and uh, I you know I was I that, that was like that was kind of one of the earlier sparks for my love of like computer type stuff. You know, you had to mm-hmm. have very basic programming on it to kind of you know, move it around and stuff like that, but yeah, but I was game over my parents brought home the a, com- a computer for our, our own. That that then the two E and a two C and Apple those apples there. My dad stuck with apples all his life. Mm-hmm. But I moved on to the PCs. But yeah, for home we had a, both an Atari and an Apple setup in our in our little computer office there. So that was a those were the days I tell you. Yeah, I remember my Apple two C. That thing was a workhorse. Mm-hmm. In the past. 128k built-in disk drive. Ooh. That way it had a hand a hand a handle, so it was portable. Yep. Never mm-hmm. used it. Well, <laughs> in order to I took it from my house to my dorm room and then back and forth. That was basically the portability factor. It made right. it easier to carry it around when I was moving back and forth to campus. Just think about how different portable computers back then are then were be compared to what we have now. Mm-hmm. You know, laptops versus uh, the portable computer. <laughs> Boy, we've changed. Ay, mia, si, si, we have. Mm-hmm. So what you been up to today? Oh, not too much. I mean, it was work. And then um, I got listening to uh, some a pod, some podcast on podcasts. Oh, yeah. You were telling me about that. <laughs> so it's it's basically how to be better podcast. Is that kind of a thing? How, how to be I, I, the, the focus of it, you know, what I've heard so far is how to grow your audience, how to make it, how to, yeah, basically, basically how to grow your audience is, is kind of the, the big thing. Mm-hmm. You know, what, what makes a successful podcast, you know, cause there, we, we know there's tons of them out there. We're just one of thousands of them out there. Right. You know? But no so, one has our wit, charm and creativity. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> That that's something that's that's a, a that goes back to the that new one. tape story. Yes. Yes. I got you on that one. <laughs> um, 
and our do tape 14 part two with my, with my with our friend Mark Huber there. Whenever we said the words wit, charm, and creativity, this music would start playing in the background and it wouldn't stop playing until we did we sang Louie Louie. Louie Louie. Oh, oh, I say we, we gotta, gotta go, go now. now. Yeah, 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 yeah. So our 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 tape was full of wit, charm, and creativity. But um, you know, so the the podcast is talking about, you know, it's just you know. So some of the stuff that I was thinking about ours, because we have a, you know, we have our, you know, this one, we have, there's monkey business. Um, you know, James has a couple he's doing there. And he said, what, if you think of the most successful podcasts, what's, what, what's the comment about them is that, you know, there's, they're very, they're specific in what they're doing. They're specific in what they're, they're, they're delivering to you. Mm-hmm. You know, so think of some specific, you know, if, and I'm thinking, like, well, what, what, what's our, what's our audience? Who's our audience? You know, okay, and, so and, our, our and, audience is just about anybody at this point. So, and, and that's and that he says is part of the problem. Okay, if too. If you're too general, a podcast for everyone is a mm-hmm. podcast for no one. Really? That's and, I, and we don't. You don't think we can just basically speak to everybody or as many people as possible? Not. Not if you want to grow our audience, because it's what's going to keep them from coming back. Uh huh. What What can we give them that nobody else can besides us? Well, yeah. yeah, I mean, it's 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 we we're banking a lot on our own, our personalities, our life experience, and our just our ability to talk and communicate. Um, so, what's the message we want to get across? Is basically what you're saying, right? So, we right. want to focus on that. With the thousands of podcasts out there, what will make somebody keep coming back to us? Okay. So that's kind of what the message is. It's, you know, so it's, um, if you want a bigger audience, you need to be more, have, you need to define a more specific audience. Okay. You know, so if we say we're going to do anything can happen on this podcast, you know, there, there'll be the certain people that will be, that are up for anything that's okay. Yeah. I mean, I'll, you know, but the other people are looking for something more specific. You know, if you're looking for um, tabletop games, if you're looking for, you know, working on cars, you're looking for just, I just want to hear about wrestling all the time. When mm-hmm. I, you know, they're going to go to more something, you know, there's a podcast out there for it. Okay. You know, so what can we deliver that nobody else can? You know, because I, I put the question out to our other, our, you know, our other group today. Right. You know, can you I describe mean- our podcast in, in 10 words or less? Right. I mean, well, with Monkey Business, we have a goal. We're, we wanted to talk about pop culture and nerd stuff and and sci-fi, fantasy, th- things like that. Mm-hmm. And and so I see what you're saying is we might need to find a more narrow, maybe we just stick to movies, maybe we stick to particular franchise, we stick to movies and TVs, or, or we just or, start doing books or, you know. Or, or just have a definition that defines more than what we are. Because we are, you know, even because he was saying that even if you, you know, you de- you define yourself specifically, you know, we're, we're, our main focus is this. But if you diverge every so often, that's not, you know, that's not a, a big deal. But it's right, right. more what's your primary, what's your primary you know, definition of your of your podcast? You know, so you know, pop culture isn't bad. It's just more of maybe we got to define it a little bit more you know describe ourselves a little bit more kind of thing you know and you know so i i've only listened to a, a little bit so far but i just come up with all this stuff like it kind of makes sense because how you know what's going to make them you know we have our we have our, our our 
are diehard groups of people who love us. Yes. You know, and you know, but and how I'm do grateful we, for them. I'm totally grateful for them, and and that you know they're they help us a lot. And but what can what will make more people find us, be interested in us, and stick with us? Okay. You know, because what's our I mean our, our main demographic when we started? You know, FC three. That's kind of and I kind of was looking at that from the FC three point of view too for Flower City Comic Con there because mm-hmm. you know we wanted to be able to give us you know to kind of attract any audience. But are we having is it too much of a problem right now because we can't grow yet? Are we try, are we too general? I don't see. Here's the thing: for a pop culture convention, I don't know if there's such a thing as too general, because one of the things we kind of prided our, on ourselves, uh, prided ourselves on, excuse me, my bad grammar there, mm-hmm. uh, from the beginning was having a little bit of something for everybody. So, I, I, I understand what you're saying that there might be a negative uh, aspect to having a broader appeal. But I I wonder if, I mean, for a podcast, I understand. You want to try and narrow the focus down so you can really get the listenership going. Mm -hmm. And if you split off once in a while, great. Because God knows on monkey business, when the four of us get going, the conversation's liable to go anywhere. Right. Right? It can go anywhere at any time. And and that's part of the fun of it. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think we've also touched on some really fun stuff. I mean, we've we've talked about role playing games, and we've talked about TV shows, and we've talked about movies and comic books and things like that. And we've had fun with all of those conversations. Then we turned around and did a poetry slam, mm-hmm. you know. And and so I, I don't, I, I'm not, I don't, I don't know. That's it's hard to say how I want to try and de- you know to focus that. I'm sure there are ways to do it, but when it comes to the actual convention itself, you know, when you have a metro area of Monroe County and surrounding area of like 1.7 million people plus, you know, I would want to try to appeal to many of those as possible if they know they have something that they can look forward to and then maybe exposed to something they didn't anticipate or, or something brand new altogether. I, I would, I would have a hard time narrowing the focus of the convention that, that but that's my opinion. Right, and yeah. I, I and that that's kind of what all of our thoughts were going into this. Mm-hmm. Now, in the back, and it, it's kind of in the back of my head, it's kind of bothered me a little bit. Okay, just because you know, if you try to give too much, if you try to spread it out too much, how are you going to attract the people who are looking for one thing? Mm-hmm. Or, or mainly one thing. Are you going to attract them, or they're going to just say this? No, they have one. You know, there's, there's, you know, there's one thing that I might like there, but nothing else. You know, are people going to travel for this if it's just more of a a, a a mishmash of a lot of different things versus if you know they're a Doctor Who fan, they're going to you know there's oh they have a lot of Doctor Who stuff, or they're a Star Trek person, there's a lot mm-hmm. of Star Trek stuff, or you know whatever. Um, you know, it's. it's I'm not saying we change, but I'm just thinking about it more. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just like, so it's just food for thought. You know, it's just, right. I, I'm not sure if we need to change or what, or if we do change, how we should change. Um, Here's an idea. Let me throw this idea. I'm sorry to interrupt, but let me throw this idea out. Maybe because we have so many products now. We have so many things that we do. What if we worked on cleaning up the other things? Like with monkey business. Okay, let's focus on... Well, just, I'm just pulling, you know, off, off, you know, nothing to be holding and set in stone. Monkey Business becomes a podcast about sci-fi and fantasy movies only. 
and we talk about franchises, we talk about Star Wars, MCU, Lord of the Rings, whatever. They, boom! But we're just trying to be talking about movies and movie series and what we think of them, and we'll go back and we'll talk about Indiana Jones, or we'll go back to the original, you know, uh, serials that inspired George Lucas. But we're going to talk about movies. Okay, cool. And then Anne and Tanya have comic chicks, so we're going to be focusing on comic books through them. And, you know, we've got Chrissy and, and James talking about video games. Okay, cool. So we have these single singular products talking about one specific thing, but then, wow, it just popped in my head. But then the convention, is st- it, re- it remains where it all comes together, our, our original slogan. So, I, you know, if maybe we can use the podcasts and, and streamlining them, focusing them, and doing our part to grow those bases for those and then use the convention to tie it into a nice neat little package with mm-hmm. Simmy the monkey sitting on top of it going, hi, look, look what we got. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, that's, that's, and that's my thought. Yeah. I mean, it's not, it's good. I mean, I'm not saying, you know, we have to do something a certain way. I'm just trying to, I'm just throwing things out there. to kind Right. Of, Getting the conversation know, going is never a bad thing. You should always question what you're doing and look at it and just say, you know, make sure you're doing something right and make sure there's not a better way to do it or a different way to do it. Um, you know, and maybe we narrow a couple of things with the convention, but at, I mean, I do like that it's, should appeal to a broad range of people, but maybe mm-hmm. we, you know, maybe we don't make it as broad quite, you know, or, or we do something different or I'm not, I don't even know. I, I don't know what we'd do differently, but, um, you know, try, open up more, more pop culture versus just, you know, sci-fi and fantasy, I don't know, sci-fi and, um, I don't know. It's just, Yeah. Make it more about us, you know, make it more about, you know, mm-hmm. it, it, it'd be great if we can get all the different, you know, entities under the Mighty Monkey Corporation bigger mm-hmm. and, and make that more of a, a heart of the convention type of thing. So the convention is more about, you know, the Mighty Monkey Corporation um, and, you know, what we're bringing in and all our different, you know, our podcasts and whatever else, about, you know, Nerd World News and whatever else we might bring out in the future. You know, mm-hmm. our, our publishing company and, you know, whatever else we end up creating someday, mm-hmm. um, you know, but, you know, it's just food for thought, you know, so I, I, I want to question it. I want to, you know, even, even if we're just changing our description of the podcast, even if we're just, you know, change, you know, this change what, how we describe it. So it's, mm-hmm. so it's, if people look at it, they can tell what they're getting into type of thing. Mm-hmm. You know, so I, I mean, just something like that. You know, I was, I, I think I was writing down a couple of things. Because uh, I said, you know, describe, you know, describe it in, in 10 words or less. So I gave my, my two words, I'll tell you the rest of the group later, but we'll hear it first here. But I, I came up with a couple nerds talking about nerd things to entertain and have fun. Or we identify as nerds and geeks. So do our conversations. <laughs> Say that one again. We identify as nerds and geeks. So uh-huh. do our conversations. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, it's just uh, food for thought. We gotta. It's just we always gotta question it because you never know what to, what they're gonna bring out. So, so that's what I was thinking of today. Brain's going crazy. 
Okay. No. And you know what? That's a good conversation. Cause here's the bottom line. I want to be successful at this. Mm-hmm. I want to be successful at this. I want you to be successful with me. I want Tanya and Brian, Laura all in on the ride. Um, because if we're successful, one, that's fun. That's, mm-hmm. that's that adage of, you know, if you, if you love what you do, or if you turn your hobby into your job, you never work a day in your life, that whole aphorism there. Mm-hmm. I would love to be able to do that. I would yep. love that if, if we could make an entertainment career out of our, you know, a second life, basically right. a second career out of entertainment, because I see the effect that we have on people when we get it right. Mm-hmm. And it is such a gratifying thing. It's beautiful when you can bring something to somebody that they hadn't seen before that they've always wanted to see or that they didn't know they needed to see. And and, like, like way back in the day uh, at at another show I was volunteering for uh, Michael Winslow, the Mm -hmm. the comedian and and, and voice actor showed up just out of the blue. I was there. That's right. You were there. You were there with me. You're one of my, my teams. That was, there. A, that was amazing. It was amazing that he just showed up because he was friends with a couple of the people who were on the guest panel for this show. And, and he allowed me to just give him a tour of the convention because he'd never really been to one before. And unbeknownst to me, this guy who was live podcasting from the vendor floor was a huge Michael Winslow fan. And his wife came up to me at one point as we were, as I was walking Michael around and he goes, it could, while Michael was talking to a vendor, this lady comes up. She goes, excuse me, I hate to be stupid, but is that really Michael Winslow? I said, yeah, it's him. She's like, oh, my God. She goes, my husband. And she points over her shoulder to the guy who was podcasting with his buddy. And they were just in, deep in conversation is a huge Michael Winslow fan. And she goes, do you mind bringing him over? And my, at this point, Michael turns around and hears this. And I'm like, Mr. Winslow, he goes, first of all, Michael, I said, okay, Michael, uh, I go, there's a huge fan of yours over there doing some podcasting. And would you mind? He goes, he goes, these are why this, he goes, this is what I live for. He goes, you know, without my fans, I'd I would never have a career. He goes, I'm all in. He goes, where is this guy? And, and the wife is now officially giddy because she now, she has now put the two plus two in her head, knowing that this is, this moment is going to happen. This guy who there are posters of Michael Winslow on this guy's home office from what I'm being told. And he has all of the, all of the, the, the concerts, all of the videos, all the movies he's ever been in. Boom. He has them all on DVD. This is a genuine Bonif. This is like you and Debbie Gibson. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. And so, so Michael goes, goes to me, he goes, big fella, big fella. He taps me on the shoulder. He goes, you're bigger than I am. You lead me in. I don't want him to see me until it's too late. I go, absolutely. I'm all in. Mm-hmm. I am so all in. Right. So I walk up to the guy and the, and the guy catches himself mid sentence and he sees me and he knows I'm one of the volunteers. He goes, Hey, Hey, hi, hi, I'm sorry. Are, are we okay? We're still, we had to re- keep recording. I'm like, keep going, keep recording, keep recording. Cause I want to see your, I want to see what your reaction when this happens. And he looks at me, he goes, what? And I step aside and there's Michael. He goes, hi man. I hear you're a fan. <laughs> Holy fuck! <laughs> it was the the guy just goes holy fuck, and he, he's just he's like oh my god, oh my god, oh my god! I oh, was geez. like, oh, that is the absolute best thing ever. Oh. Just the sheer joy, just the absolute joy in this guy's face to see his his hero and essentially and, one of his favorite people. And I'm unexpected like, oh, and out of the blue and I live for that dude. I so those, live for that. Those are the moments that yeah we we want to uh, it was it's about the experience. We've talked about it before. I want we, we want the experience to be something that people remember. Whatever that experience is, if it's meeting your favorite celebrity, 
out of the blue a surprise like that. That's I mean that's we can't always reproduce that, of course. But, mm-hmm. but you know, my you've you've heard me tell my other favorite anecdote mm-hmm. um, about the very first FC three back in 2016. So a couple of months go by. We were in April of 20, 2016. And so over the summer, I'm visiting my favorite comic book shop. I'm getting my pull list. I'm chatting with a couple of the guys. I turn, there's this girl. She says, excuse me. She, I, oh, I'm sorry. I'm in your way. Let me get out of your way. I step aside and I look at her. I'm like, oh, the um, Rock City Roller Derby t-shirt. I, I saw it on her. I'm like, oh, we had you guys at the, at the at the show doing a demo. She goes, yeah, that's where I met them. <laughs> I'm like, wait, what? She goes, I'd, I'd only thought roller derby was this joke that people told to each other or talked about from like the 70s disco era or something like that. She goes, I saw the demonstration at your show and I joined them. That's awesome. This girl got a hobby because yep. of us. Yeah. I'm like, oh my God, that is amazing. That That's the that's the reason I do this. That's that's why that's what we love about it. That's you why know? we, we got to make sure we don't lose that <clears throat> and right. we bring more of it into it. Um, yeah, we got to make sure we get some demonstrations this time. Yeah. Make sure we have more of those. Now that I think about it, but yeah, I mean, that's, yeah. I mean, the more I we can like, do with I, it. I would like to see the Irish dancers come back mm-hmm. and I would like to finally get the Jedi Academy in even better. If we can get the, the Irish dancers to fight the Jedi Academy, I think that'd be, <laughs> that'd be hilarious. That'd be hilarious. <laughs> I'm not sure if we can arrange that part. I don't know if know. we can arrange that part, <laughs> but yeah, if we get, yeah, yeah, there's just so much. Uh, yeah. Thanks for saying that because it, 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 I, I kind of f- forgot about that a little bit. But oh, yeah, the Michael Winslow was was amazing. Mm-hmm. Just to have him like pop in, I was like, oh, mm-hmm. <laughs> I wonder if he's available as a guest. What do you think? You know, my one of my daughter's <laughs> absolute best friends, this tiny little thing called Anna. She is an absolute sweetheart. She calls me dad. She's a doll. I love her dearly. Um, has an uh, a, a very deep love for the character of Winnie the Pooh. It was one of her solace, one of her like her one of her safe places when she was growing up as a small child, amidst all the craziness in her life. She had her Winnie the Pooh books and her Winnie the Pooh videos and her Winnie the Pooh stuffed animal. So imagine her feeling when she came to the sixteen show and met Jim Cummings, and she did not understand the connection straight away until Jules said, "Oh no, he does a whole bunch of voices for Disney," and right in front of Jim, she starts putting two plus two together, and she goes. You're the voice of Winnie the Pooh. And because he's such a class act, and I love this man so much, what did he do? He dropped right into the voice and started talking to Anna as Winnie the Pooh. And didn't our poor girl just break down in just the happiest tears? Those are the moments I live for when it comes to this job. I absolutely love, love that. I love being able to bring things to people. And just have them enjoy it. It's just uh, amazing. I'd love to be able to do it more. Yes. Um, you remember, and and so in one of the a couple of the mall conventions, uh, um, the mini cons mm-hmm. there, there's a couple of older gentlemen who um, who, who attended, and I forget what they talked. Do you remember them? Were they Chrissy's friends that uh, do the Sherlock Holmes thing? No, these were these were guys who just you know they they happened to hear about us and they and they dressed up and went to the convention. Um, the the mini cons at the mall. They, they, but they, we talked to them at the Minicon, but they but they went to the main, main FC3, because I remember seeing them at, at, um, at at least the last FC3. I don't remember. Um, it's not ringing a bell, at least. Okay, maybe you weren't there when I was talking with them. But but again, they were like, we didn't know Rochester had this. And, they, you know, there's, you know, but they just happened to hear it by accident. 
Okay. You know, and it was, it, we, we've gotten a lot of that, that people, that we you know, if you know how to get us to, so people can hear about us, every, listeners, then let us know because yeah, seriously. we've gotten so many that people just happen to, you know, whatever advertising we do doesn't seem to work. And I got some ideas about that later too, but we'll talk about that at another time. Sounds good. Um, but, I know we have um, a, we have a friend of ours who's coming on board to help us with some of that. So mm-hmm. that's kind of cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's just very interesting to hear about that. And this, I mean, just, you know, they had, and they had a ball at the convention. These, these, these gentlemen here, they, you know, I forget, I, I, I don't have the memory like you. I can't remember what, what they came as and everything, but they both, they, they both came in cosplay and they had a, they had a ball. That's all that matters um, to me. I can, I yeah, can find we'll pictures. Um, and they were older fellas. They're older fellas. Yeah. Old, older than us even. <laughs> wow. That's old. That must be pretty old then, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's that's serious <laughs> aging right there. Uh, but um, yeah, that's yeah. That, but those are the reasons why we do this. Um. So, so listeners, if you if you have stories from FC three, we would love to hear your stories. Anyone out there? Um. You know, we we want to we want to hear what you would you think of FC three. Why do you love it? Uh, or why do you not like it? Why do you not like it? I yeah. want to know that too, because if mm-hmm. we can figure out how to change it up and and you get a better experience out of the deal, then I'm all about it. Remember, we're a small convention. Mm-hmm. You're not going to see Mark Hamill, no matter how many times Billy mentions it. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Unless something big happens, you're probably not going to see him anytime soon. But unfortunately, you know, we're not going to get the, the, the big guest because we just, you know, it's they're expensive. Right. There's a lot of money, not a lot of stuff that comes with that. There, you know? there will come a day where we can probably pull that off, but we have to do mm-hmm. a lot of A to B to C to D first before we get to MH. We don't want to take away from the rest of the convention just to bring you one big guest. Right. Because you're not all going to come, not everybody's going to come for the one big guest. We want to have the overall experience, you know. So exactly. You're going to see the smaller names, and hopefully we get some good ones. You have fun with them, and they have fun with you because it's all about having fun. Right. And for us, for you, for everybody, we want everybody to be having fun. You know, I'm going to say this. I know I've said this before. I've even said it to an actual member of this particular franchise. I I have never really been a, a, a dyed in the wool true Power Ranger fan. Mm-hmm. I've I, I've always thought the show was a little bit on the too cheesy side. I didn't get into it like everybody else has. I've never really I, I've always felt it's kind of a knockoff of this that and the other thing. So I never really got. I never thought it was a bad show. I see the appeal and I like how they they constantly changing up the cast. It keeps it fresh, keeps it new, keeps the merchandising going strong. Mm-hmm. But I tell you this, I have met at this point now, because of FC3, I have met something like 12, I think, 11 or 12 actors who've played Power Rangers. A, a bunch, yeah. Every single one of them have been amazing human beings. Mm-hmm. I love every single one of them. You know, and I've become friends with a Karen Ashley, the second Yellow Ranger. Oh, she's awesome. She and I talk all the time on Facebook. She is an absolute delight. The woman is a complete joy. Mm-hmm. And Nakia Baris, Kat Sutherland, these the ladies are just amazing. And Jason Font has been so generous with his time and so understanding as we've had to reschedule, reschedule, reschedule because mm-hmm. of COVID. He's hung in there with us. Austin St. John was a blast oh gosh, to have. It. Oh my God, he's amazing. <laughs> Walter Jones was fantastic. Uh, Kevin Duhaney and, and I can't remember, it was Kevin and there was another gentleman, the, the two guys that came from Toronto to do the one yeah, mini con for I us. I don't remember. It, it, you know, these guys, yeah. they're just good people. 
and I have I that's I think that's why I'm okay with keep inviting Power Rangers back. I know the fan base likes to have them around. But more importantly, I've enjoyed hanging out with the actors because they're such beautiful people. They're very personable. They're very they're they're out to have fun. They appreciate mm-hmm. the, they appreciate the fans, and they're just mm-hmm. they're, they're not so fu- they're not so full of themselves that they're you know stuck up or anything like that. You know, they're they're, they're relaxed and they have fun, and that's what right. the kind of guests we want. I mean, we've had some guests which have not been done too well. Yes, <laughs> <It> was. <laughs> and, well, that was that was a mistake. Yeah, but, it was. Um, but because uh, we panicked at the last minute in the first convention, or we were newbies back then, right? Um, but there's some other guests that just haven't been comfortable, um, you know, or just just they 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 couldn't, they weren't a good guests, you know, they weren't they weren't the kind of they, especially for a small convention, you need so you need need someone who's going to put themselves out there, they're going to you know try to have some fun and try to do what they can. And, you know, if you get the ones that just sit behind the table and just hopefully and wait for somebody, it's not going to work in a convention like ours. You know, people are going to be, you know, are, are going to be unsure. They're not going to want to approach them. You know, so it's finding the right kind of guest for who we are is, is it's always a, a tough mixture, especially with the way conventions have gone and, and you know, guarantees have skyrocketed lately. And, you know, so it's definitely a big challenge to make this what we want it to be mm-hmm. you know so we're i don't think we really understood what we were getting ourselves into when we came up with the idea no and and i think as we were coming up with the idea i think that's when things kind of got quote-unquote worse as mm-hmm. far as you know it's not quite saturated but it's you know it's a there, there's a lot more going on and there's a lot more visibility to these conventions and mm-hmm. that, and that's why, like you know, the guarantees have gone up a lot, and um, it's harder to get people. Or um, I gotta wonder if COVID's going to be the great equalizer, though. I, I wonder. You know, I, I wonder what's going to happen because I mean, you're going to have the two the two types of people. You're going to have the one the ones who just want to get out with the fans, and, mm-hmm. and the guarantees not going might not be as big a deal. Then there's the ones who just want to make the money. You know, so right? We don't want the ones that are just want to make the money. We want the ones who are here for the fans. Mm-hmm. And that's what we, that's what we need, you know. We, we need the Walking Dead. We need Michael Kosky to come out and 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 stalk Tanya's house. You know, <laughs> that was one of my favorite moments. Oh of my all gosh, time. I couldn't believe that he did. That. They did Greg that. French and Michael Kosky from The Walking Dead hijacked Josh Herdman from Harry Potter. They got an Uber. They had found out Tanya's home address, and they went out and they took pictures. They took selfies in her front yard with her house in the background, looking like an album cover, just looking off in different directions, oh just kind of just chilling. And poor Josh even admitted after the he had no idea what was going on. He just got scooped up by the two of them and thought, hey, let's go. Just, you know, shine, whatever. <laughs> no, we, we need guests like that. They, those that was, those guys, my they were so French much were, fun. Oh, my gosh, were amazing. They had they were just, you know, shenanigans all weekend. They were just and, and I'm I'm happy, you know, Michael Michael Tanya and I have we've been close over the years since since the guys came to the show. Mm-hmm. And you know, we keep in touch and I consider him another friend. Yeah. I you know, it's great the people we've met and the situations we found ourselves in and these in and these relationships we've developed. <laughs> it's it's very gratifying. Yeah, you know, you don't know, and I guess you know because here's here, a little quick tangent here. I mean, we call this pod, this particular podcast, Dan and Chris Save the World, and I think every podcast so far we've managed to have some sort of a message mm-hmm. in the middle. 
you know, we talk about these random things. We talked about our personal histories. We talk about our viewpoints on things, but each one we've had a little bit of a message to take away from. And if this, and if there's anything you can take away from this is first of all, be honest with yourself, be honest with yourself. If you're making mistakes or if things are not going the way that they're supposed to be honest and say, it's okay. I can change course. We can learn something new. We can say, Hey, this isn't working. How do we do it different? But also more importantly, I think than that, even that is it, 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 the sum total of some of the things I'm talking about tonight is you never know what you're going to find yourself in and, and be open to new experiences. Cause you never know how rewarding that is going to be. Mm-hmm. You know, you never know exactly how, um, you know, who you're going to become friends with or who you're going to learn something from, right. you know, so that's, that's a thing. But anyway, that's, those are, those are my thoughts. You know, that's yeah. just, we, we have several of them. You and I, the, we, we suffer the curse of the creative where our mm-hmm. brains are always working a mile a minute, you know, and it's not always it, it focused on where they should probably be at that very moment, but they can be all over the place. Yeah. Doing well, other that's things. how hopefully we have a good brainstorm from some of these and yeah. And, you know, with, with a change of venue for the next FC3 that, that allows us to change it up. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's, you know, it was, it was very interesting to me at, at the Blue Cross arena there. That was uh, definitely an, an interesting place. It was interesting. It. Yeah, there was, there was some disappointing parts, but then also some very cool parts about it, too. Mm-hmm. The yeah. staff was great. Yes, it was. The staff was amazing. The people there are just fantastic. Yeah. So, I mean, the the staff, the staff were great. It's just that it it wasn't ideal place for the convention. Uh, Although there's plenty of seating though. Yeah, (laughs) I know. (laughs) It was fun to see the kids all kind of gathering in various sections of the, of the, of the stands. Yeah. I mean, that was kind of, that's kind of neat to have all that seating and just people could sit a place they could sit and and still see the, you know, the vendor floor type of thing and and kind of be there still. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, that that was great. Our office was in a great location. Oh my gosh. That was fun being able to look down over the the floor and and see everything. That was a great idea. The suites, our offices in the suites. That was awesome. So that, and it was, it was good stuff to it. So we'll see this. You know what? I'll tell you what, though the the two times in recent weeks that I've gone to the back to the convention center to get my my inoculations against COVID, mm-hmm. I miss that building. It yeah. really there's a vibe, there's a location to the building, there's a presence to it. I mean, it needs a lot of updating. It needs some love. It really. Mm-hmm. I mean, if we won the lottery and could buy the damn building and really upgrade it, that'd be amazing. But there's just I just miss having the convention at the convention center. But yeah. they just make it impossible to do it. Mm-hmm. You know, they they just kept cranking up our fees and not giving us really anything for it. It was amazing. Yeah, and and uh, our our buddy there, who is our, our, our he's not there anymore, right? Yeah, Tim Newton is not. Our, he wouldn't be our liaison anymore. Yeah, and that would make me sad because Tim was just priceless. He, he, yeah, he 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 helped us make the show because he was there for everything. So I don't yes. know. Who knows? So we go back if you know when what, what we'd get. He was very. But, not only was he understanding and able to anticipate what we were doing. But he was also excessively tolerant. <laughs> he was excessively tolerant of our insanity. Yes. I don't know if, if the convention center staff has another person who could tolerate the monkey business crew the know. way that Tim did. <laughs> I think he had a fun note too. So that yeah, he had a good part. time. I can so tell you. Yeah. But um maybe someday we'll see. You know, it's just that yeah, there was you know, access wise, there's the you know, the, there was two elevators. 
you know, there's one one in the main area and one in super slow one off of the oh, that somewhere. super slow one was terrible. You know, and the escalators were somewhat working usually. Um, yeah, I mean, it's just it was it's sad that it's just it's yeah it needs a lot of TLC. Yeah, but but the space yeah. space wise, it was good. Mm-hmm. Especially when we moved up, you know, we could move upstairs. Oh, that was amazing when we had both floors. That was mm-hmm. a lot of fun. Yeah, it's just the yeah. Challenges everywhere, but it, you know, but moving on. Exactly. Learn mm-hmm. and move on. Mm-hmm. Stick and move. Stick and move. A lot of space and total sports experience. So that'll be. Yeah, that'll be great. Really cool to see it spread out and see how we do with it. I am concerned about the panel area. I just, mm-hmm. I'm just not comfortable with how it's going to work, but we'll do best we can. See what happens. Yeah, I, it's not ideal, and I don't. I, I agree. I don't love it i i think we're um we're gonna make the best of a bad of a not ideal of situation. a difficult situation it's not not gonna be ideal but i think we'll it'll turn out good in the end um mm-hmm. we just got you know got some challenges to you know make the walls and things like that so yeah well first of all we got to figure out when we can actually have the damn thing i don't know if september's gonna work i i don't know i mean things are happening mm-hmm. now but I mean, I don't know. I guess maybe we should put a poll out to the, our audience there, you know, people, and what did they think? Mm-hmm. Are, would they be comfortable? We don't know what June, what September's going to bring. I mean, there were there are shows going off in D.C. in August, mm-hmm. and there are shows going off in October here in Rochester, but then there are also shows in the region in September and November that have canceled already because they're just yep. anticipating or, or postponed canceled is the postponed. wrong way to say it, but postponed. Mm-hmm. I mean, New York state has not shown any indication that it is going to let go of a lot of its restrictions. I mean, it's starting to open up for like sporting events, you know? Yeah. I mean, but... this, this past week, RBTL, they announced, you know, they, they're, they're pushing for this next season, which starts in September. Mm-hmm. You know, so their their first their first show is going to be the, the weekend of our show. You know, their first, their first, it's coming in that Tuesday before, so the twenty first to the twenty fifth, whatever is is their their they're planning for the next season starting that that time. So and that's and I assume they assuming they can be at full full capacity by then because they, those shows can't be at half yeah. capacity and make money. Right. Well, we're gonna have to look into that Excelsior Pass too that's been going around New York. Mm-hmm. Yeah, then people, it's, you know, yeah, I mean, is it the kind of thing where we require that or I don't know. I mean, it's. I would almost think we were going to, we were going to be put in a position where we'd have to, aren't we? Or or wouldn't that be mandatory because if we're an event gathering or. I I don't know. I don't know what the. We need to learn more. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, so it's, yeah, I mean, but we have to be at pretty much almost full capacity to make this work. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, if we were at half capacity, we have to do a different type of show. Right. It would almost be like an ex- expanded version of the Minicon. Kind of. I mean, it, it, there, because you can't have, we can't have a crowded panel room then potentially. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the game area, the area we set aside for the gaming is, is pretty large. So we have some flexibility there. Mm-hmm. The vendor floor is pretty large. I mean, there's, there's space there. It's just that we, there's potentially things we wouldn't be able to do as easily. So you know, I'm wondering if I should just trust my own instincts. I was very, very comfortable with the first three shows and 
they didn't do what we expected them to do. That's fine. Mm-hmm. I'm very uncomfortable with TSC. So I think we should probably just take that as we're going to be fine. Everything's going to work out perfectly. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's going to be fine. Chris doesn't yeah. know what the hell's happening. That's good. <laughs> On the plus side, I think there'd be a lot of people who just want to do something. Yes, that's true. I mean, that is definitely a vibe. Right, mm-hmm. I I see that a lot, especially. I want to do something. I want to do. Something. I do I want too. To out of my house. I mean, I would love to. Oh my god, I, I chat with cosplayers all the time, and 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 they're just jonesing for events. I, know, I miss, miss the cosplayers. I miss I, them. I miss them too. Yeah, they're amazing people. Most of them are. Well, some. Yeah, anyway. yeah. They are. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> yeah, so uh, yeah, it's just. Oh, I don't know. It's 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 a. Uh, it's a roll of the dice right now, and I I wanted to wait. To, I want to wait till June before we give a you know definite yes or no to moving forward. So I'm hoping by June we'll have a better idea. That makes sense. That makes and, sense. More information is always better. Yeah, and I say even if we did scale it back a little bit, I, I mm-hmm. think we could still do something. Right. You know, because so it's it, it's just it. Yeah, I mean, play it by ear, I guess, but. Still convention, yeah. So, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and for our next trick, watch me pull a podcast out of my head. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least you're not pulling a podcast out of your ass. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> I, I just want to we've had like a podcast. Like, Here's the thing: is we've had a podcast about your ass. <laughs> that's right, exactly. <laughs> And that's America's ass. <laughs> now, the funny thing is, we, there was a, a, a brief pause a, a few minutes ago. You might, you're not going to hear, but mm-hmm. but um, Chris was talking about his uh, his his poor his poor Juno there. Doug. Oh yeah, and it sounded like almost a conversation I was having. I've been having with my doctors about my poop. <laughs> <laughs> it's so weird. It's so weird to talk about your dog's poop over the phone with somebody who actually understands what you're talking about. It's just weird, man. <laughs> It is weird. I mean, I, I've gotten very comfortable talking about you know my my oh, nether regions Josh. there. Yes. Hello, Josh. <laughs> so I mean, it's definitely a it's it's definitely a, a life changing thing there, and you, yes. you think of things differently and everything. So how are you holding up, brother, with all that? By the way, how's um, things going? Right now, I'm doing okay. the The IV. I'm not doing the IV chemo right now. That was the that was the heavy duty. That was one. a big thing. Yeah, and that and that really knocked me out. I mean, that was worse than, um, you know, any of the, the vaccine side effects because it, it right. really it knocked me down for weeks. Oof. Um, you know, so they, t- it, so right now I'm just taking the chemo pills, which drain me. So mm-hmm. it's all it's all about fatigue right now. Mm-hmm. You know, I was going out for a walk. Um, what is today? Tuesday, <laughs> Sunday. Today's, went out for a walk. <laughs> today's Tuesday. Uh, Sunday went out for a walk, and I, I was. You know, I, I was breathing hard. You know, I was, it was, you know, and you know, I'm, I'm in pretty decent shape usually, you know, and, but marathon, just marathon. walking around the, walking around the block was, was, you know, getting, I had to kind of take a breath, you know, so it's, it's, the fatigue is hitting me more this time than, but mm-hmm. I, this is the first time I've taken the pills. Well, that's not true. Um, Back, back when I first started all this back in, you know, October last year, October, November, I was taking the pills and radiation but i take them the pills for five days and two days off five days two days off now i'm taking them for 14 days straight and then a week off so it's adding up more during that 14 days um so i'm getting because I'm, I'm in what a week and a half right now mm-hmm. right is that when i started a week and a half i have no it idea it sounds about right it sounds about right 
because I didn't start this past week. Or was it this past week? Oh my gosh, I don't even know. I should I know I should know what that is. Um <laughs> <laughs> but you know, so I I'm I'm deep into um let me see, I started this last one. I I keep spreadsheet. No, it is it's only been not even in a week yet. It's a week tomorrow. Okay. It started on the fourteenth. So I'm about about a weekend. So as we record, as we as we if we have our phone conversation here on Tuesday night, yes. Um, um, t- tomorrow is Wednesday, and that's so that's I've been a week on them now, but I've been feeling it more this time. But also, I've been taking them for two other cycles before that, and they all it's all com- compounds on each other. So I get a little recovery time, and then it adds back in, but it's it's cumulative. So, mm-hmm. um, but overall, it's you know it's it's better without the IV. So, I mean, I can, I'll deal with the fatigue, you know, it's, it's kind of annoying, but you know, when I'm mowing my lawn, I was like, <gasps> you know, take a, take a breath and catch my breath. But, um, I can deal with that versus not being able to touch anything cold or drink and, or just have a miserable week or two <laughs> with the IV stuff. <laughs> so yay, cancer. <laughs> <laughs> But um, yeah. Anyways, what's new with you? <laughs> Not much. I mean, I had uh, vaccine part two on Saturday, mm-hmm. and then when I woke up Sunday, I, I was fine for all of maybe about a half an hour, and then the fatigue started in, and then the the joint pain started. My my the arthritis in my knees just ramped up to eleven, uh. and and it made the next couple of days difficult. But I you know I got some good sleep in last night. Mm-hmm. You know I'm feeling better today. I'm moving around a little bit better. I should be fine in no time. Yeah. You know, but my super superpowers have failed to manifest. I'm very irritated by that. Which I think how disappointed I am with all the stuff I've been going through. Seriously. I had radiation too. I got nothing. I feel really gypped. I (laughs) I wanted something. (laughs) I think it's some kind of power to come along. Jeez. Radiation, chemo. I should get something. (laughs) What a bum deal. Yeah. I'm telling you. (laughs) I'm telling you, I'm thinking at least, you know, you were, you were owed at least a spontaneous regeneration cycle. There you go. That'd be crazy. You know, although with my luck, you're, you're, you're the next Dan, you know, the, the second Daniel probably wouldn't like me as much as the first one did. (laughs) (laughs) Dan part two. The second Dan. Well, you've gotten taller. <laughs> That'd be kind of scary, another Dan. Well, my work keeps on, my 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 coworkers keep asking for a clone of me, so maybe that'd be a good thing. I don't know for them. <laughs> well, no, it wouldn't be an additional Dan. You would it would oh, be like you would be like I, going William Hartnell to Patrick Trotton kind of a thing. Okay, all right, I'd regenerate. Okay. You'd be generating, not yeah. cloning. Okay. Yeah, man, as, as harsh as that would sound, I would want to make a clone of you and have the clone go through all the cancer treatments. So you could be fine. <laughs> that's that's brutal. That's a brutal the, thing to think. The work there. Yeah, that's oh, uh, not fun. But no. Yeah, but yeah, a lot of people are getting um, yeah, definitely getting more side effects for the second the second dose there. Yeah, and it's been going for a couple of days for a lot of people. Like for you, it's a couple yeah. days um, now. My my dear mother, mm-hmm. in in her late seventies, if I say the exact number and she hears this, she'll kick my butt. So, but my my dear mother, she's she goes like, yeah, no, I was I was a little stiff, but I'm fine. I'm out gardening today, and I'm like, okay, I had no heart to tell her how bad I felt. 
going to make me look. It's just going to be embarrassing. Yes. Well, of course, my mother has done a, a much more superlative job of taking care of herself than I have done for myself. But you know, mm-hmm. can't argue. I can't yeah. argue. I just I love have her a sore arm. Amazing. So, I yeah. swear to God, I think my mother's immortal. <laughs> Hopefully she'll be around for a while there to prove you're right there, you know. Yeah, you know, long time to come. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't know young. what to do. I wouldn't know she, what to do without her. Honestly, she, I'd be a mess. She, she seems really young. She does, doesn't she? <laughs> she does. She's it's almost scary how young she seems. <laughs> yeah, she's amazing. It still it still happens once in a great while when the two of us would go out, just the two of us, which is easy because I don't have any siblings. Um, and, and, and invariably the waiter would ask at one point. Uh, he would look at me and be like, well, sir, did you want anything? Or did you or your wife want anything else in particular? <laughs> I said, well, my, my wife is at home, but if you, my mother right now would probably like another <laughs> glass of wine. <laughs> that's your mother? <laughs> yeah, yeah uh, that's my yeah. mom. <laughs> <laughs> mom uh, keeps yourself up well. She's amazing. She is. <laughs> I, I'm also glad. I'm, I'm glad she doesn't listen to the podcast all that often because then she wouldn't hear me say how much she's my hero. <laughs> then she'd be like, "Oh, stop getting snappy!" All right, so I'll, I'm going to save the snippet of that. Yeah, there you go. Send it to her. That's it. It's, it's okay. You can send her an email. She won't know how to open it. Uh, I'll, <laughs> I'll somehow I'll find, find a way to get into her, her Alexa. So whenever she says something, it was like, uh, I hero. see how you are. I see how you are. <laughs> Just for that, I'm inviting you over for pasta. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> gonna make you twirl that stuff too. Your, your mom needs a laugh. Is that what you're trying to tell me? Yes. Yes, I do. That's exactly what I'm telling you. His mom loved. Uh, yeah, I, I I've had stories from living over his house. I guess that they. Yes, Daniel's pasta twirling technique is, shall we call it, comically subpar. <laughs> but it gets in my mouth. You get the job done. That's all that matters. But <laughs> it's just funny. so entertaining to watch you do it. That's just the best part. That I think as soon as my parents would know you were coming home with me. They would start just, they would shift all their dinner plans and just start making pasta. That's why we always had pasta, huh? Uh, more often than not, yes. My dad was, just wanted to watch it twirl. It was pretty frequent, I think, yeah. <laughs> yes. But you also have to remember, we were a fairly Italian household, too. So pasta was just a regular thing, you know? Yes, yeah. My mom and I often say we could eat it every day and be happy. That's kind of what I thought it was, but I, yes. I'm not surprised it would be for the entertainment. But value your too. twirling skills were just an added bonus to the, to the experience. <laughs> Or, or my witty comments during meals, you know. Gee, I love food. That's <laughs> nice, all, but don't call me G. Of all the things I love to eat, foods are my favorite. Oh, my God. The time you said that in front of my father was just priceless. <laughs> Anybody who meets my dad will understand my Uh-oh. sense of humor within 10 seconds. That's all, right? Okay? And you know that I can be fairly twisted, so I got that from my father. It's just a thing. All right? Um, so Dan comes over. And, and he does his little one-liners as he's prone to do. And he was not understanding the off. He was not understanding the audience. I wasn't thinking about it. I just said it. I'm not even thinking about it. Just said it. Just said it. Of all the things I like to eat, food is one of my favorites. And then the room went silent as my dad just starts staring at him with this grin on his face, right? Because you already knew. You already knew. As soon as I come out, I couldn't stop myself from saying it. Yes. My dad's thought pattern went from PG to PG-13 straight down into R right off the bat and just starts laughing. And then, of course, my mother is giggling because she thought my dad's response was hilarious. And I knew it. I knew oh. it. I knew it. So as soon as my dad started laughing, of course, I'm 
crying. I'm laughing so hard. And then Dan is turning a new shade of red. The same red you're turning right now. I can yeah. see it in the screen at the moment. It's fantastic. It's because I didn't mean to say it. I was like, it was, just those... <laughs> oh, it was amazing. I say it among my peers, but I didn't mean to say it in front of, you know, instead of in front of a parent, yeah. especially a parent just twisted his mind. <laughs> Oh, oh! That was glorious. It was. That was fucking it was, glorious. We had we had good times. We still yes. have good times. We still do. We have lots of good times. There'd yes, be many more to come. We're still young. Absolutely. We're only halfway done, at least. That's it. Half time. Yep. Oh, oh man. Boy. Oh woman. <laughs> oh my. <laughs> oh person. There you go. That's very effective. That's good. I like that. That's yeah. Open. That's right. Anyway, so what you up to for the rest of the night? I sleep. Probably. Sleep is a good idea. If I if I can manage to sleep more than a few hours at a time, I'll be in good shape. But is it is it just anxiety or pain or is it the bag? It's not pain. The bag a little bit because I have a few, it tends to fill up. Um, mm-hmm. You know, so you know, I, you know, I got my ostomy bag here. You know, my yeah. and um, we had chili the other night, and you know, gaseous foods the gas. <laughs> The gas has got to go somewhere. Yeah, I know. So, so you get an inflatable there. I, I have an inflatable bag. So I wake up this thing, this huge monster bag. Oh my god! You know, I can't. I'm. I'm. I used to be a stomach sleeper. Okay. Know, before, before this, and I can't really sleep in my stomach with an, the ostomy there. Uh-huh. Probably theoretically, I could, but so I'm more. You know, I, I kind of start off in my bag or end up in my back or end up on my side. And so you know, I, they had this big cushion on my side preventing me from rolling over the other night. I'm like, oh, my gosh. It's just, uh, <laughs> but. Um, slight tangent, but not too far. Are you still a Cheerios addict? I will eat them if, if available, yes. So I've been okay. eating a lot more different stuff, um, but okay. I still do love the Cheerios, yes. I only bring that up because Jules and I were talking about it a little bit earlier today. Mm-hmm. And because both of us, Jules has discovered her, her addiction to goldfish crackers. And so okay. I've been getting her goldfish crackers every so often. And along the way, I've rediscovered that I really like them too. And so she made the comment about genetics and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And she goes, it was so funny. She goes, I'm the other day you were getting ready for podcasting with Uncle Dan and, and, and Tanya and, and Billy. And she goes, I didn't hear anything, but I could hear you munch, 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 munch on the goldfish crackers. She goes, and I got the biggest kick out of that. And so I started telling her a story about you (laughs) when we were living together in that, in that townhouse in Arundaquite. Oh, I love that townhouse. And and I and I'd go, you know, I'd be going to bed late at night, or I'd be getting up in the morning, and I'd at the other end of the hall was your room, and I could see the light under the the door, and I could hear munch, 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 munch <laughs> as you're sitting there munching on Cheerios. You'd go through like a box a week. I don't know, I, a lot. I was eating I'd be, a book in bed, reading, just reading, reading, in, reading in bed, read, eating Cheerios. I wasn't just eating Cheerios in bed; I was reading and eating Cheerios. Yes, yes, that was your thing. But yes, I would um, get sit and munch in my Cheerios and. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I still love Cheerios. But uh, but yeah, she was curious because, she, and then she also wanted to be reminded when your birthday was. I I don't think those two things are related, <clears throat> but <laughs> hmm. <laughs> I think I think she wanted to basically do what do to you what I did to to Scott <laughs> because Scott has his his smart food addiction. So for Christmas, I had gotten him from Secret Santa of our gaming group. Mm-hmm. So I gave him this huge bag full of various <laughs> bags of smart food. And he just looked as soon as he saw it, he just started laughing. He looked at me and goes, I hate you. And I'm like, yes, you do. I know. It's okay. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. 
Uh, the townhouse is fun. That was a good. That was a fun time. We, we, some, we threw some good parties there. I, I wish it lasted longer. I do too. I but, really, really. We had do. the neighbors that we couldn't do any noise in there because the one the one neighbors on one side, the slightest sound it seemed they would. Yeah, they were knocking on the wall. The, so they could they could live without the neighbors. But, I'm like you know, what did these people? Would they live next to deaf people before? What the hell? No idea. We had barely any noise there. They come pounding, knocking on the doors. Come on, people. Barely. It's, it wasn't even that late. Come on. We, we know, weren't all night partiers or anything. No, we really weren't. But we had the toga party. We had the pajama party. The pajama party was a lot of fun. Yeah, to- toga party. A lot of fun. Yeah. Are those the only two parties we had? We had a we had a house ring party, and and we also I think mm-hmm. we had each other's birthdays at one point. Where just those Maybe, were smaller yeah. gatherings, basically. Yeah. Yeah. So it was, but it was fun. It was, it was a, a nice because it was a two story with a full with a basement, full basement. Mm-hmm. So we set up our computers in the basement. Mm-hmm. We had a full lounge in the basement. Mm-hmm. And we would uh, instant message each other from across the basement. Yeah, we're back to back, maybe like eight feet away from each other. And we're still instant messaging <laughs> each other through our freaking computers. Uh, uh, hours upon hours of Command and Conquer being God, played. Command and Conquer, still love that game. I do too. That was a lot of fun. I wonder if there's a version of it out there. I think Steam. I think I, I Steam have, is carrying it right now. I have Command and Conquer. Oh, do you? I have some. Some of them work. Some of them don't. It's on. Um, it's not on Steam. It's on. Um, Origin. Origin Games. Origin. Okay. Yeah. Does it run well on your computer, or is it? Is it some a... of them? Some of them run. Some of them don't for some reason. Like like some of them. Like one of them ran in the last one. Last computer, but it's not running in the new one or something. I don't know. I haven't, I haven't played with it in the last few When months, I get things up online on this computer after I get it finished off and the fixing of it, we'll, I'll, I'll start to- tooling along and seeing what I can play like Yuri's Revenge and, and stuff like that. And oh, that. I remember those. Yeah. Yeah. Those were great games. No, it was it was simple games. It wasn't, mm-hmm. you know, it wasn't. Build your base, beat the bad guy. Right. You didn't have to get, didn't have to get too into it and everything. And um, yeah. The flood of prism tanks. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's, that's still my strategy is to, is to build up a big army of those prism tanks and just wipe out everything else. If I can, if I can survive long enough to build up a big enough cache of prism tanks, I could you know, defeat anybody. It was great. Mm-hmm. I come over with like thirty prism tanks and they're gone. <laughs> well, you and I, when we were playing against the computer. Mm-hmm. You know, we would link up our bases, and I would oh, do yeah. the defenses. You would do the army, and we would just just crush everything. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that's right. I forgot. Yeah, multiplayer. I haven't done mm-hmm. multiplayer in ages. But yeah, those were the days. Those were, were the, the days. days. Miss having the time to do that. Yeah, I know. Seriously, <sighs> I know. There's a lot of things I miss. Mm-hmm. Only of all the things I've lost, I miss my <laughs> mind the most. Yeah. Mine left a long time ago. I know. Seriously, wandered off with mine, I think. Mm-hmm. I hope they're having fun wherever they are. Honestly. <laughs> Honestly. <sighs> all right. Well, I'm going to go back to loading everything back in and seeing if I can make sure this computer still works. All right. Good luck with that. Hopefully, it, hopefully this fixes it. Yeah, seriously. If not, I, would, I guess I would try a sound card next if this doesn't do it. No, if this if this doesn't do it, then this is proof that there's something going on with the hardware. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to go back to Dell, and I'm going to be like, all right, I played the game your way. Now you're going to play it my way. Mm-hmm. And I'll yeah. just climb the ladder until somebody gives me what I want out of that one. Yeah, okay. I'll go Karen maneuver on these people. I don't care. <laughs> 
I'll, I want to speak to the manager. I'll do it. How did that become Karen? How did, how did that happen? You know what? It's funny that you should ask that because just the other day, I was surfing through YouTube at random and I saw a Dane Cook, the comedian who was big in like the late 90s, early 2000s. Mm-hmm. Dane Cook had a routine where he says, I think I started Karen. Hmm. And he had this whole routine where he was talking about, you know, basically this, this stereotypical suburban white woman with the weird haircut and her name was Karen. And she was basically being a pain in the ass. And he was working this retail gig when he was in college. And, um, and it started with, well, well, do you want to see, I want to see the manager. Well, Karen, I'm the manager. What do you, and (laughs) there was this whole evolution there. And so the theory is that it actually stemmed from that because it was such a popular routine that people start kind of spreading it out from Mm. there. And so that's why it became Karen was, was synonymous with bitchy people who just, you know, think that they're entitled to whatever you ask them for. I just feel sorry for all the people named Karen. I know there's a lot of Karens out there who are really nice people. Yeah. Like a Karen, Karen from Aquinas. Yeah. Our friend Karen from Aquinas. My, my friend Karen is, uh, I am another Karen from my gaming days. Who's married to my buddy, Chris. Mm -hmm. She's a sweetheart. Um, so I feel yeah. sorry for those Karens. I do. I feel bad for them, but <laughs> I'm wondering if they're taking it in stride. That's I hope thing. so. I hope yeah. so too. I, w- I would hate to think there's a Karen out there who's just like, oh, Jesus, that again. I mean, if someone said, oh, he's just, he's just doing a Dan. He's doing a Dan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's Chris amazing. yawned, by the way. That was a big yawn. I for did. Her. That was a big yawn. I'm sorry. I was trying to cover my mouth too, but I didn't think about that doing that. <laughs> I'm like, there's nobody watching. Oh, no, Dan is. Never I'm watching. Him. See, it, it, he did a Dan. <laughs> I did a Dan. I did a Dan. I did a Dan and watched them yawn. Ay, Marona Mia. <laughs> on that note. On that happy and pious note, yeah. Um, all right, so I'll talk to you again next week. Yeah, and, um And we're going to be doing monkey businesses. I'll, we'll talk about monkey business when we're off the line. Yeah. All right. All right. With, with Billy's work schedule, we might want to just put it to bed for a couple of weeks while we sort a few things out. And then when he's got his new work schedule, we can work around it. Yeah. It's a thing. Give us, give us time to sort things out and maybe, you know, want to do, do a couple changes and on the way. Start so. streamlining things. Yeah. All, All right, right, my brother. You have a good night. You too. I'll talk to you real soon. All right. Bye. Bye.